This is Help Wanted, the show that makes your work work for you. I'm Jason Pfeiffer, Editor-in-Chief of Entrepreneur Magazine. And I'm money expert Nicole Lappin. On Tuesdays, Jason and I answer the helpline and help callers solve their work problems. And on Thursdays, I give you one way to improve your work and build a career or company you love. And it starts now. All right, Jason, so you know that I have been single this year. Yes, I am aware. I have been heads down with m M&M stuff, but have mm-hmm. been poking my head back up to mm-hmm. see if I could, you know, be single and mingle. Sure. Why not? Bit, right? Netflix and chill. But um, I have been facing an issue that I would love some help with. Okay. I'm excited. On dating apps, which you haven't been on in a hundred years because you met Jen on Match, right? I met Jen, my wife, on OkCupid before it was an app. That's what we're talking about. Yeah, back when it was OkCupid.com on your computer. (laughs) With your dial-up. Okay. So times have changed. (laughs) And I am on a dating app and I find it to be a full-time job. There are some men who I match with and... I think to myself, for whatever reason, in the course of like some of the chatting, that I don't think they're going to be a romantic fit for me. But mm-hmm. because I am heads down, as I mentioned, in building a network and our shows and things like that, sometimes I think, well, I don't want to date them, but I kind of want to do business with them. <laughs> All right, so you see these guys, you're like- I don't want to date you. There's an opportunity here, but it is not a sexy opportunity. Right, but like the the context that I'm meeting them is yeah. in a romantic sense. Like I'm not going right. on a dating app, Raya, right? Like a fancy whatever dating app to use it as <laughs> if I'm going on LinkedIn, right? Like <laughs> the premise of this is to have a romantic relationship. But as I've been exploring this romantic app, I have thought, how do I get some of these guys who are awesome and impressive and accomplished and the rest like into the business zone? Mm. I don't even know if I want them in the friend zone, honestly, because I have a lot of friends and I barely see my current friends uh, as much as I would like. So I don't actually, as a a grown-ass person, like need more friends. But I do need more people in business. We all do. And so sometimes I think like, how do I scooch you into that zone? And what do I say? This is a fascinating and wonderful problem. Can you give me, without, you know, revealing anybody's particular business, but... Give me a give me an example. Yes. So, Jason, I'll tell you the full story with the guy's name and company and everything, yeah. but in post we'll bleep it out. Anyway, so I matched with this guy <laughs> on the app. Mm-hmm. And I was in New York and he was in New York and he is the founder and CEO of Do you know that? Oh. Like- Yes, I do. You So you know, you've heard of this company. Yes, I've heard of this company. It's a publicly traded company. Mm-hmm. It's a tiny publicly traded company, but it's a publicly traded company. Sure. Yeah. And lo and behold, he ends up matching with one of my really good girlfriends. And I want to figure out how to transition him from Dateland into 
business land. Oh, mm -hmm. maybe, you know, you could come on the show. Maybe your company could sponsor our show. Maybe so many things. And then I had thought, <laughs> probably terribly, what if I say something like, cool to connect. I, you know, I'm heading back to LA. Like, this might not work in a romantic sense, but you're doing such great things. Like, maybe I could, you know, give you my email address or... <laughs> <laughs> with my team to continue the conversation. That's hilarious. I would the least the least sexy words in the history of humanity are I would like to loop you in with someone on my team. That's that's the end. Is this why I'm single? <laughs> I'm single and ready to loop you in with someone on my team. So I definitely not can I loop you in with my team? Nobody ever nobody ever wants to be looped in. There there's no direct flight from connecting on a dating app to looping in with the team. That is, there's, a, okay. that's a, there's a layover for that. But I think that the move here, regardless of how many different people and connections are involved, is actually a pretty simple one. I love, and Nicole, I feel like you're quite good about this too. I love that if you're going to get into any kind of awkward situation, to acknowledge the awkwardness. To just be really upfront about the awkwardness. I have found that that has just diffused so many things. E even if I reach out to someone in a completely professional context, but the question that I'm going to ask them is going to be kind of weird, the first thing I say is, this is going to be a very weird question because I want to acknowledge it so that you don't think, does this person know it's weird? Because, you know, it's like, the first thing I think that we're all trying to do whenever we interact, like, like as human beings, the first thing I think that we're all trying to do is trying to establish, is this person functioning with the same rules of governance as I am? Do they understand the world roughly the same way that I do? You know, like this is, my friend Joe Cohane wrote this book about how to talk to strangers. And in it, he uh, had this really interesting research about the the point of small talk. Did you know that small talk has a point? Like, it, it, like you know, everyone hates small talk. Oh, I hate small talk. You know, small talk has a point. You know what the point is? It, to connect. It's like the equivalent of dogs sniffing each other's butts. A little bit, yeah. It is to establish in an incredibly low stakes way whether or not we are functioning by the same rules. Because because it's it's sort of the, it's the difference between walking up and talking to someone who is coherent and then walking up to someone who is um, who is not quite coherent, right? Like the you you want to test out: Are you seeing what I'm seeing? Are, are are you there with me? Are you on the same wavelength? Basically, that's right, right. And then from there, maybe you'll find something in common and you'll build. But like small talk is literally us testing whether or not other people are safe are seeing the world in the same way as we are, like aren't too weird for us or engage in strange ways. This is what we're doing. And so if you think about it, what we're all trying to do is just make sure that we and another person have a basic level of understanding. And when you are entering into any kind of odd or unpredictable situation, I think the worst thing that can happen is that one person thinks it's 
a strange situation and isn't sure if the other person also thinks it's a strange situation, right? Because it's like, if I think this is strange and you think this is normal, then I'm not sure I want to deal with you because I don't know what you think normal is. But if you have this dating app connection with someone and you want to move it into a different kind of connection, a business context, I think the very first thing that you need to do is just acknowledge a shift is going to happen and see if they follow you along. So I would say to this person, hey, this is kind of weird and awkward. I totally appreciate that given that we have connected here on this app, but... No, it's in text now. All right, fine, even better. Hey, uh, this is a little weird and awkward seeing as we met on a dating app, but I'm in a different space right now and... Dating is not a thing I'm focused on right now, but I have to say you're doing really interesting things in space and uh, and blank, 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 blank. Would you be open to having a business conversation? Um, something like that. Like I think the most important part of that is just acknowledging here's where we started. Here's where I'm trying to move it. I know it's kind of weird. Are you game for that? Hmm. Like that by itself it leaves it totally open. What I don't love is the idea of think of of presenting it as as if the train has already left the station. Hey, I'd like to loop you in with a member of my team. <laughs> hey, I think that right like anything where like you're moving towards something and you haven't actually gotten a sense of whether or not he wants to go there too, I think is going to project a kind of weirdness. Like, it's really weird that she just kind of bait and switched me on this. But if you are open about the strangeness of the shift, then you'll find out if he's willing to do it too. And my guess, honestly, I think he is. Because clearly, you are not the only person that he is meeting on a dating app. Eh, the guy's got options. Clearly. A lot, of, a lot of options, including your friends. Stick around. Help Wanted will be right back. Nicole, have you ever thought about the one that got away? Jason, I am happily in a relationship. You know that. No, the hire that got away. Someone that you thought was perfect for your team, but ah, they were already with another employer. Oh, well, in that case, yeah, I think about her all the time. Well, it's not too late. You can reach out to that person on LinkedIn. LinkedIn Jobs helps you hire professionals that you can't find anywhere else, even people who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. Okay, looks like it's time for me to shoot my shot. Do it. And I know you may have your heart set on one person, but if you do want to open it up and post a role to a bigger applicant pool, you can do it for free at linkedin.com slash help wanted. And because there are so many professionals on LinkedIn, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within just 24 hours. So you'll never have a one that got away again. Incredible. That's linkedin.com slash help wanted. Yep. LinkedIn.com slash help wanted. Terms and conditions apply. Happy hiring ever after. Nicole, have you ever thought about the one that got away? Jason, I am happily in a relationship. You know that. No, the hire that got away. Someone that you thought was perfect for your team, but ah, they were already with another employer. 
Oh, well, in that case, yeah, I think about her all the time. Well, it's not too late. You can reach out to that person on LinkedIn. LinkedIn Jobs helps you hire professionals that you can't find anywhere else, even people who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. Okay, looks like it's time for me to shoot my shot. Do it. And I know you may have your heart set on one person, but if you do want to open it up and post a role to a bigger applicant pool, you can do it for free at linkedin.com slash help wanted. And because there are so many professionals on LinkedIn, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within just 24 hours. So you'll never have a one that got away again. Incredible. That's linkedin.com slash help wanted. Yep linkedin.com slash help wanted terms and conditions apply happy hiring ever after welcome back to help wanted let's get to it the only time i've tried this is with one guy who runs a podcast company okay and so he sent me a message asking about our other show, Money Assistant. He listened uh -huh. to it, which was really nice. He said, nice. is that really your AI trained voice or you with some sound editing? And I said, the girl never tells. And then he <laughs> said, do you know about the Podcast Academy? And I said, no, are you suggesting that I need a Podcast Academy? And he said, I mean, if we're going to be dating or become pod buddies, you should. And I said, haha, tell me more about it. I actually met someone in the dating sense and want to see how it goes, but let's be fast pod buddies. Let me know if you want to wax poetic on this crazy world sometime soon. What part of town are you in? This is what you said to him. Yes. Okay. And he said, I'm in Studio City. And he said, you? And I said, I told him where I live. And then he asked me what my schedule was like. He said, Thursdays are my newsletter days, so I'm usually busy then. And then I, like the asshole, never responded. <laughs> so, Oh, my God. I, I know. I'm the worst. So I think, like, I want to scoot them into the business zone. And then I'm like, I have good because I have enough friends. And then I'm like, God damn it, I have enough business people, too. Basically, I'm a misanthrope. <laughs> so... Nobody talked to me. That was that is that was a hilarious exchange because you <laughs> you led him on in a non-romantic way and then <laughs> dropped him. I mean, okay. Well, to be fair, that just happened. When did it happen? <laughs> um, one week ago. <laughs> oh, just happened is not one week ago. Okay. But like relatively, like I have 500 unread messages. So what if I, so let's respond to him together. Okay, wait, but let's, before we respond, let's go back to that exchange because I thought that that was a really valuable and telling exchange. That guy introduced to you in a really casual way, two different paths. I could know you in a dating context. I could know you in a pod buddy context. Like he said it. That by itself, I think, should be validation to you that plenty of the people that you meet on these apps are going to be open to multiple paths, right? Like if that guy's open to it, other people are open to it. It wasn't a fluke. It wasn't just him. And I would say that what you read 
right up until the point where you fucking ghosted him <laughs> was actually really great because you gave the signal that, you know, we're in touch. You're pretty interesting. I'm not sure dating's the right move here, but maybe there's something else. He just kept rolling with it and basically validated that and put it back to you. Yeah, uh, multiple directions here. Either way, fine. And then you chose a direction. We're actually going to do pod buddies, not dating. He followed you there too. I think that this was great. Yeah, up until the point where you ghosted this guy like an asshole, this was great. And I think it's repeatable. Like, you should go back and look at the language that you used. You dropped it in, pretty fun and easy. But another way to do it is to just be more direct about it and say, you know, hey, again, I know a little strange because we met on a dating app, but I'm not looking to date anymore. But I am interested in picking up this other conversation if that's something that you're interested in. Like, and you leave it at that and you see what they do. And then the only rule, Nicole, which I will hold you to. I have to follow up. Is that you have to follow up. (laughs) If they follow you there, you have to follow up. Not fair. Not fair. Yeah. I'm team whatever this guy's name is. Yeah. So let's respond. Okay, let's respond. What was the last thing? Okay, so he says, what's your schedule like that has openings to paint the town? No, we're painting the town. Thursdays are my newsletter days, so I'm usually busy then. Okay, so no Thursdays. Uh, I mean, okay. So first, what I would do is is just, you know, sort of like quick apology slash acknowledgement of, of time gap, right? Just be like, hey, sorry for the delay, busy week or something like that. That sounds great. Uh, how about next Tuesday? That's it. Next Tuesday, I'm seeing my ex-boyfriend. I can't do it. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, we can't do that. How about next Wednesday? How about next Thursday? How about two weeks from now? Whatever it is. You got to, he's, he's, he's given you some parameters. You have to start narrowing down the parameters. Or what about, what if I just say something like, I'll check out your newsletter? <laughs> no. Well, that's, that's the same. That's the same as But the as problem ghosting. is like, I, I understand why I didn't respond. Yeah. Why didn't you respond? Because I don't want to see these people in real life. What do you want? I just want to do business things with them. Jason, I don't want to like have to go out and see a human like i don't want a fake date okay because the other thing is like okay they're gonna be like oh but i'll convince her like yeah i'll meet her for her business and then i'll just be so like dashing and we'll just make out all night like no like i don't want to see you in real life maybe, i just want to loop you in with my team <laughs> like <laughs> how do i just take this interaction but not need to put eyelashes on like right. brush my hair get mm. in the car Find a place for Penny. Right. It's too you don't much. Want, it's I too don't much. want like a fake date. What do you actually want? I like, okay, we don't want a fake date. We're not meeting. We're not hanging out. Is there a specific opportunity or a specific something that you want? This person is not going to be interested in being looped in with your team. They don't want that. They don't want that. They don't want that not because of the dating, but they don't want that because it, you know, it feels like a, it feels like a weird downgrade. Just in general, like the business guy, right? Like if I'm talking to someone who uh, feels on my level and then they're like, cool, uh, let me loop you in with my team because I'm too busy for, for this. I'm going to go over there. You you deal with it. I, I don't like that. I usually bail. Yeah. It, it rubs me the wrong way when somebody's like, here's my assistant. Goodbye. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Exactly. That's not good. So I feel like you need to have a specific ask or objective 
Because if you don't, then what you're really doing is putting it upon them to be useful to you. <laughs> and that's that, that, that's not what he's in for. But no. if there was a specific thing, if it was like, oh, that's that's really interesting, that thing that you told me about podcast, academy, whatever the hell that is. Hey, can, would you mind introducing me to whatever, right? And you could say, you know, about like he's, he's, he's busy. Oh, you know, oh, I'd love to catch up sometime. It's actually a super busy time, but um, would you mind sending that intro to whatever or just something? Like some action has to be taken outside of you just being like, hey, can you go in that room over there with my team <laughs> and you guys figure out how you're useful to me? I don't know. I'm over here with my dog. Somebody update me later. Like that doesn't work. <laughs> Right. But if you have a thing, then you can move towards it. So basically, we need to put MNN time on the calendar to go through my dating app and then figure out how these people can help us. And then I ask them for it. I am a thousand percent interested in that. That sounds so fun. <laughs> I'm, I'm so into that. But yeah, like what you're now ultimately talking about here is not even related to the dating apps. That, that, that's a kind of interesting thing that you've stumbled into. Like at this point, this isn't about how you met this person. This is a question of how to find usefulness in other people where the usefulness is vague, which is a real business problem. I, I, it happens to me all the time where I will meet someone and we seem like maybe there's something to do together, but we don't really know what it is. And then what? And then and then often what happens is that the person says to me or DMs me this line, which I think maybe we've even talked about, which is a line that like I kind of hate because it's just so not useful, which is along the lines of, let me know how I can help you, or let me know what we can do together, or let me know something, which is putting it on me. I don't know. I don't know how you can be helpful to me. And if you don't have an idea... I don't have an idea. And now there's really nothing for us to do together. And it doesn't matter how we met. We maybe met on a dating app. We maybe met on the street. We maybe met through friends. It doesn't matter. We don't know how to help each other. If you don't know what you want from somebody, there's no way for them to provide it to you. So I would think that the move might be to just say something about either you figure it out, either you figure out the off, the the ask or the offer. Maybe he'll loop you in with his team and then you can loop his team in with your team. And now the teams are talking. But now they're talking with a purpose, which is better. And if you don't know what it is, then I would say maybe just say, you know, hey, it seems like there could be some great business opportunities for us down the line. I'm going to think on this. I'll loop back if ever there's a reason to. And that's fine. People tell me that. Sometimes I hear from them six months later. Sometimes I hear from them never. It doesn't matter, right? Like the world is full of people who are basically walking around looking for opportunity in all sorts of different ways. And you are not going to be a romantic opportunity for them. And maybe you will be a business opportunity. But one of you has to recognize what it is and move towards it. And if neither of you know what the opportunity is, then right now there's no opportunity. And that's fine too. What do you think? I think that I have just been trying to salvage this time that I've spent in the Death Star that is a dating app mm. and tried to unsunk the cost. 
I've tried to resuscitate the time spent, but maybe it is sunk. It's just time that will never yield any ROI. Because I also can barely keep up with the business contacts I do have. So do I really need more? Or do I just need to let it go? This is a great observation because this isn't about finding opportunity with these guys at all. This is just about <laughs> you feeling like you're wasting your time and you wanting to do something with that time. But, you know, look, like the, the whole thing about sunk cost is that the cost is already sunk. And so, right, like, you know, for people who don't know, like the sunk cost fallacy is is doing something because you've been doing it. Like, oh, well, because I've been at this for so long, I have to keep doing it. But do you? If you start from right now and you ask, is this the best use of my time? If the answer is no, well, then you go and do something else, right? Like the sunk cost is gone. There's no way to salvage it. And in this case, you are looking for some way to justify the time that you spent on these apps and you're thinking to yourself, well, but if these relationships become something else, then they'll be valuable and that time that I spent on the app will be worth something. But you know, there's another way of looking at it. Well, first of all, there's like two ways. So number one, you could try to salvage this, but I think that we see what's happening. What we see what's happening is that first of all, there's nothing to salvage. What you're really doing is you're just like creating more crap to deal with that you then don't want to deal with, right? It's like driving around in a car that you spent a lot of money on and then the car blows up into a million pieces and now it's nothing. Now it's a trash heap. And you're like, but I spent so much money on this car. So you just start like lugging pieces of the car back home and you're like, I don't know, maybe this could be a couch. Uh, I don't know, maybe this is my kitchen table, right? But it's not, it's not, it's garbage at this point. Right? Like <laughs> you don't like salvage something just because you it had some value at some point, right? It's gone, it's gone. You throw it out, throw it in the garbage. But also think about it this way, Nicole, like you're on the app and the reason that you're on that app is to find someone to date. And that is a inherently inefficient process. There is a lot of spending of toll on that, right? Like, like the toll is high. You have to pay the toll. The cost of admission for finding ideally the right person on the app is spending a lot of time with the wrong people on the app. That is the, that is the, the cost of doing business. That's the toll you pay. And so in that case, it just, it's part of the process. There's nothing to salvage. If I told you, like, Nicole, if you do 20 uh, dumb podcast promotional things, uh, the 20th one is going to turn your podcast into the world's biggest podcast. You're like, okay, well, I guess I'll do 20 dumb things and the last one will be great, right? Because you know what the point is. And so it doesn't feel like there are 20 individual dumb things, most of which are wasting your time. They all feel like one thing, one thing. The thing mm -hmm. is that you've got to go on this like one journey to find the outcome and a bunch of the journey sucks and then eventually you get to the end, right? But like, it's okay, it's one thing. But what you're trying to do here is you're, you're thinking about like every individual interaction and experience as something that could have had great value instead of, and, and so therefore when they don't have great value, you're like looking for them to have great value because you're being protective of your time. And that makes sense. You should be protective of your time, but you are embarking upon an endeavor uh, that takes time. It takes time and there's no way to do it efficiently. It just isn't. And so you have to think of it all as one project, like meeting the 
guy with the big company and meeting the podcast guy and meeting the other people and like going back and forth with them and then texting and whatever. Like, like that's all part of one project. It's not multiple projects. It's one project. Finding Mr. Lappin. Finding Mr. Lappin. It's all part of that. It's all just a bunch of the garbage that's part of that project. So it's not wasted time at all because you have to like hack your way through a bunch of crap in order to get to the right destination. So you've done it. And it sounds like to me, even though you started with the problem of how do I turn these into good business relationships, actually the problem is just letting go of the time that you spent. And the good news is you've already done it because the time has already been spent. So you don't need to spend any more time on any of these guys. And now you have your time back. Help Wanted is a production of Money News Network. Help Wanted is hosted by me, Jason Pfeiffer. And me, Nicole Lappin. Our executive producer is Morgan Lavoie. If you want some help, email our helpline at helpwanted at moneynewsnetwork.com for the chance to have some of your questions answered on the show. And follow us on Instagram at Money News and TikTok at Money News Network for exclusive content and to see our beautiful faces. Maybe a little dance? Oh, I didn't sign up for that. All right. Well, talk to you soon.